Satellite and dish and cable and streaming services. Oh my, where do you start? Hey, well, let's talk about Disney Plus and other streaming services. Luke Gajari here. Welcome to the Heyo podcast. Listen, I love that you guys listen to this. I have just a lot of thoughts in my head that I'd love to get out. If you are liking this podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe in your favorite podcast app, if you would share it with your friends on social media, uh, share it on your social media, tag me. I would love to see your thoughts. Uh, my whole philosophy is this should be a conversation. I'm not just blasting your ears with my opinions. I want it to be a conversation. And so um, love that you're listening. Leave a review on iTunes or Spotify, your favorite podcast app. Would love, love, love the feedback. And again, thank you for listening. Okay, let's dive in. So I got a, a letter from my friend Ryan who I won't read the whole thing for the sake of time, but he I say a letter. Is anyone writing letters anymore? Are we? I don't know. I'm not. I write thank you notes. That's about it. But he wrote me a Facebook timeline post saying, hey, I've had... Let me just skim it here. I've had Netflix for forever. I need some friendship advice. Years ago, I became good friends with Netflix. Seemed like N was fresh, fun, and cutting edge. We had some good times. There was all these videos I could watch without having to run to the video store. Then I realized my other friend, who was really into books, had all these videos I could watch, too. He's talking about Amazon. So he basically says, I had Netflix and Amazon Prime for a while, and then I found out about Hulu and HBO and Disney Plus and NBC and CBS and Apple TV Plus. What, 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 what am I supposed to do here? What should I do? How should I go about navigating? the streamer's life. So let me kind of lay a foundation of what I think you should do, and I'll share with you what I do, and um, uh, kind of basic philosophy. I'll dive into the practicals of the platforms, what's good for what, or what's good for who, I should say, and then I'll, um, I'll kind of leave you with a decision to make. So first of all, number one, I think you should cancel cable or dish or, or um, what's the other one, the big satellite thing, dish, uh, DirecTV. Get rid of that because Man, unless you're really into live sports, like you watch a lot of college football and NFL, there's no point. Like you are paying a lot of money for something that you have to wait to get served versus the streaming world, you go pick what you want. So my wife and I canceled. We had an apartment that had cable bundled in with the rent. And when we moved out of that apartment, we'd never signed up for cable again. That was in 2012. And we have not looked back since. So I would say just get rid of cable or dish and go to an internet only plan. So my whole philosophy is I want to stay under 100 bucks a month for my inter entertainment and internet. And so you can get a good internet plan for anywhere from 60 to $100 a month, depending on your speed. So that's your baseline. Go get a good internet connection. Go get an Apple TV or a Roku or a uh, Amazon Fire Stick. You can get something like that for anywhere from 150 bucks to 30 bucks, especially coming up with Black Friday. If you're listening to this when it's first airing, uh, we're right around the holidays. Disney Plus has just come out, hence the whole conversation. So go get that. That's your baseline. That's like you've got to do that first. I have a blog on that on my website, lucajari.com, that you can check out. Uh, I wrote years ago just about cutting cable, how easy it is, and it's easier than ever. The problem is once you establish that as your baseline, if you sign up for every option that's out there between Netflix, Hulu, uh, even the – uh, PlayStation has uh, their option and Disney Plus and um, Sling and Amazon Prime, you're back up to the cable price, right? You're back up to what you were paying before. So first of all, just know 
you can change this at any time you want. I don't pay for any of these things way in advance. I pay month by month, meaning you can cancel. You're not violating a contract. Nobody's thinking less of you. You can go month by month and cancel what you're not using and sign up for something else that you want. So I have done that dance with Netflix and Hulu a lot. So I will subscribe to Hulu during TV season like This Is Us, and when things are out that I'm into, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, when those shows are airing live, I'll subscribe to Hulu. Then during the summer, there's a dry spell. There's no new TV, so I don't need Hulu, so I cancel it. Then I'll sign up for Netflix. And I signed up for Netflix months ago to watch 13 Reasons Why. I'm a youth pastor. I want to stay involved in the culture. I want to know what's going on in our teenagers' lives in America. And so I signed up for Netflix, watched 13 Reasons Why, finished that, then realized I was basically using it for an office storage archive and just watching The Office. So then I said, why am I watching this? Why do I have this? I canceled Netflix, and I signed up for Disney Plus not too long ago. So that's kind of my status. My journey is a lot like how Ryan wrote in his letter. I just started with Netflix, then kind of have just added on, and now I'm at the point where I've got to pick between a few of these, and I can't just sign up for them all. So let me just walk through kind of the main ones here, and I'll let you make a, make a couple of assumptions. Netflix is uh, about $11 a month starting out. It's good for overall family entertainment, a lot of good original content. Hulu, network TV, It's man, they air a show the next day. So like New Amsterdam, This Is Us, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, they air the show the day after it airs on network TV. That starts at about $6.99 a month, I believe. Um, and then Amazon Prime Video. Honestly, the only reason we use this for a while was because it was bundled with our Amazon Prime subscription. But now it's actually got an awesome library of content for kids. It's got a lot of Daniel Tiger stuff, Creative Galaxy. Obviously, I'm coming from the perspective of young family. So we've got a five-year-old, a two-year-old, another one on the way. And so this is a point where it's, it's important to me, entertaining my kids and, and educating them. Uh, and then, you know, there's another option that's brand new, Apple TV+. Plus. $4.99 a month, free with certain providers. You buy a certain Apple product, you get it for free. Uh, not worth it for me. Um, it's it's just something where I'm not I'm not going to pay for another service to wade through content. Um, and then there's Sling. Sling is like your budget cable TV replacement if you really want cable TV but want a month-to-month deal. I have signed up for Sling before. I've used it and then canceled it. Um, if we use it during baseball season to watch baseball games, things like that. It's about $20 to $40 a month, depending on the package that you get. And it's a good live TV replacement. I realized when I signed up for it, I initially signed up to watch baseball and then realized I was using it to watch a lot of Food Network. So don't don't really know what that says about me, but there it is. So I realized I didn't need to pay $25 a month for Food Network and canceled it. And then there's HBO, uh, $14.99 or so a month. It's something to wear. Man, good, good content. They're a great library of, of material, but you know, I've heard it jokingly referred to or seriously referred to as Hell's Box Office. It's very inappropriate, very adult, uh, not great to be watching, in my opinion, based on morality. Some of the things that I value, HBO is not on that list, so I don't even mess with that. And then Disney Plus, brand new to the game. Uh, they're good for families. It's, it's a little nostalgic seeing all these things like uh, Darkwing Duck and uh, the X-Men series, the Spider-Man stuff, all the stuff I wasn't allowed to watch as a kid, but was able to sneak out to my friends' houses and watch, you know, all that stuff is there. Um, and so then there's CBS, which they have their 
subscription with which has Star Trek and the Big Bang Theory and things that they limit, they don't let go over to Hulu. And then NBC has one that's I don't believe it's out yet at the time of this recording, but it's called the Peacock, and that is one that they are going to begin to put all their content on. Not sure if any of this will cross promote over to Hulu or not, but basically uh, they're having theirs too. So where do you start? So I think I think again find a baseline for what's your budget and what your need is. And stay within that. And then the the old, you know, the the last generation, they bought a cable bundle and held on to it for 20 years. And we're not in that day and age anymore. You don't need to do that. You can pick and choose what you want when you want it. And I, I do a little dance every couple of months. I just reevaluate maybe every three or four months. Say, hey, what are we using? What are we not? Do we need Hulu right now? And I cancel it. Or do we need this right now? And I cancel it. So I jokingly posted on Facebook the other day a snapshot, screenshot of my Netflix cancellation email. And simultaneously, like a few minutes later, the email from Disney Plus welcoming me to the Disney Plus family, right? So it was like this ironic thing of, not even ironic, but just this, hey, I bet a lot of people are doing this right now. You're canceling Netflix and signing up for Disney Plus. So I kind of do that a lot. I may sign up again for Netflix. There's a show coming up that I'm looking forward to, so I will probably sign up for Netflix, watch the show, and then cancel Netflix. So that's what it's about. It's about finding what you want. What I do right now is I think three is manageable, both in time spent and um, uh, entertainment, like time spent and, and budget spent. So uh, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus is where we're at. That fits our family. I'm spending $12.99 a month, around $20 a month for that entertainment. And then I pay $65 a month for our internet. And so to me, I'm, I'm in that happy place of under $100 a month for all of my media. Um, and then, you know, uh, let me just mention this too. Disney Plus has this bundle where you can match it with Hulu and ESPN Plus. And the way they do that is they subtract $5.99 from your Hulu bill. So if you want the higher up Hulu subscription, like Hulu has a live TV option similar to Sling, where it's like budget cable replacement. Um, and you can have that option, and then Disney Plus is going to prorate you the amount. So they're gonna, if it's $40 for Hulu Plus or Hulu Live, they're gonna subtract that $5.99 from your bill that you're paying for the Disney Plus bundle. Does that make sense? So I just use the basic package of Hulu and um and have that that bundle there so I get my Hulu included in the Disney Plus bundle. So that's where we're at. I hope this answers some of your questions. I I just think don't don't feel like you have to sign on the dotted line. Like you, you're flexible here. I've seen a lot of people posting on Facebook, "Hey, is Disney Plus worth it?" I'm like, "Go try. Go spend $6 this month or $7 this month and find out for yourself. Like, number one, no, I'm not sharing my password with you. And number two, you're not locked into anything. Don't buy the year's worth. Just buy a month. If you don't like it, you're out a latte and a half from Starbucks, you know? So uh, that's kind of my philosophy. Um, again, Apple, I, not worth my time right now, just from what I've read online. Um, I may, I honestly, will probably add Netflix back into my rotation and maybe pull Hulu out. Um, Amazon Prime is one of those things that we just use it because we have Prime and it's got a lot of great family content. And then Disney Plus will probably stay in the rotation because there's a lot of great kids and family stuff in there. And I'm not going to lie, big fan of The Mandalorian so far. So <laughs> Dad's happy with the Star Wars content. Bella's happy with the Disney Princess content. Caleb's happy with the uh, Pixar content. 
And Maritza just doesn't watch TV very often, so she could care less. <laughs> as long as the kids are happy, she's happy. So that's my philosophy. That's where I'm at. Uh, try it out. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear uh, some of the ideas, some of the things you do. Are you as flexible as me? Am I, am I weird? Do, do people not normally cancel stuff? Like, I just, I, I change a lot of this stuff. So what's working, I keep, and what's not working, I get rid of. So if you approach it like that, that everything's kind of interchangeable, these are Legos that you can stack and build differently and take some out and add some in. Um, Want to know how you do it. So comment, uh, email me, lukegajari at gmail.com or me at lukegajari.com. You can also find me on Instagram at lukegajari uh, or uh, my website, lukegajari.com. Would love to just keep this conversation going. I hope this has helped. Again, subscribe, review, rate the podcast. I'd love to hear from you. And I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode of Heyo.